Hey, want to learn about the latest trends in digital marketing? In today's connected world, information is plentiful and always changing. It's difficult to keep up. Each week, we bring you the latest digital marketing news in easy, digestible format. Say goodbye to hours of research and learn everything you need to know right here. You are listening to This Week in Marketing. Hey everyone, welcome back to This Week in Marketing show, also known as The Twim Show. I'm your host Sajid Islam and today I'll be going over the notable news and updates in the digital marketing space from the week of April 19. So today, first off, we are going to get started with some updates from Facebook and Reddit, where essentially they are launching a clubhouse, a clone of clubhouse, right? If you have been following our show, you know how clubhouse has taken the world by storm and Facebook has realized that, you know, they don't want to miss out the action. So did Reddit. Twitter has already launched a competing product. So everyone's getting into the audio game. And thus, uh, audio is here to stay. And actually, it makes more sense because we can consume audio in a passively. Um, nothing more to say. Uh, Facebook announced this. Uh, so this summer, they're going to roll it out. They're going to add a lot of few cool features that they're saying uh, they're going to be they're going to give uh, the users to you know speech to text uh, sound morphing technology again at the end of the day we'll see how it all uh, fares out okay with that uh, let's move on uh, from another point you know this week uh, apple had an announcement uh, did an announcement on april 20th uh, which was this week, and they realized they announced that you know the general availability of iOS 14.5 it's going to happen next week. Okay, what has that got to do with Facebook update? It has got to do everything with Facebook update as well as all the advertisers out there. Because remember, with iOS 14.5, uh, Apple turns on the IDFA, which is basically users have to have to approve being tracked before users can be tracked in the past you were we were automatically tracked unless we go and say hey don't track us apple is switching things around they are saying well we are going to turn it off and you know the app has to ask for permission and if users give explicit permission then you can track the user so what facebook did is they basically did a you know short blog I would say or an announcement where they say some of the changes you should be making. Uh, there's quite a few changes from the app side if you're using uh, Facebook, you know if you're using if you built an app with Facebook uh, API, or if you're just running Facebook ads. You know, it's quite a lot for us to for me to cover on this podcast. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to put the link to that page at in the at the end of the show notes. Check it out. You'll be glad you did. But, you know, just to highlight, because I know a lot of people who are listening to the show uh, runs ad in Facebook. Basically, the thing you need to do is verify your domain in Facebook uh, uh, Business Manager. Uh, Make sure you set up and prioritize up to eight web events per domain in Events Manager. Review ads and ad sets that pause that will be paused via the resource center tab in Facebook's ad manager. Now, I do not run ads in Facebook, so I wouldn't really be able to tell you what to do beyond this. Uh, it's been a couple of years since I ran an ad on Facebook. Uh, coming back, you know, I know a lot of advertisers uh, who advertise on Facebook are freaking out. 
um, because of the whole attribution and how they're going to calculate return on ad spend and everything. But folks, um, this is uh, marketing updates new, so we will stop right here and jump into the next update. So the next update we have is from our friends at Pinterest. Uh, they have actually expanded their partnership with Shopify. And now it's up to 27 countries. What this partnership signals or does is like, you know, you if you have a Shopify store, you can push your images into shop uh, Pinterest, right? And it gives you access to a social network without having to, uh, you know, really go ahead and, you know, upload it separately. And to me, this is an intelligent move for both parties. Oftentimes, what happens is like, you know, if I was a small mom and pop, uh, small mom and pop business, I have to upload my images on Shopify anyway. Now, again, I have to upload them separately into Pinterest and that takes takes times and things like through this integration, uh, you know, I get, I push into Pinterest as well as, you know, we know pinners love cool images to shop. So, you know, and I get my products in front of potentially in front of like, you know, all this 1.7 uh, or whatever, these 27 uh, countries that are part of this new uh, prom, uh, partnership. So it's a win-win for both because, you know, if I get Pinterest gets content, I get ex- potential exposure. And if someone likes it and buys it, they buy it on my Shopify site, which basically means revenue for Shopify, you know. I couldn't be more happier with this. And of course, you know, it's something, you know, a change from Amazon just because you don't want to be uh, uh, hostage to Amazon. But anyway, uh, that's all. Let's move on to the next one, which is Pinterest is now launching a content claiming portal. Uh, it's like when you create a content, you could uh, actually specify who can copy your content, who can, uh, you know, what people can use it and things like that. That's how it is at a not high level uh which how this thing will all work out. If you ask me, uh, this is a great tool. Not for you and me, probably when we don't have copyrighted content, but imagine if you're an artist, if you have a content that gets ripped off, you feel horrible, right? And I know Facebook has also launched, uh, you know, content claiming portal and all sorts of things. So it's something overdue. And this should also exist in other platforms because we see this content being create, content being stolen, from creators who have worked so hard to produce a content, right? Uh, again, sometimes we do want our content to be stolen because we want that virality factor. But you know, I think this with this tool, you would be able to do a bit of the both. Okay. With that, let's move on to the next part, which is Google. Google has launched YouTube Select uh, sponsorship for big brands. Again, this is for people. I mean, they call it big brands. I call it the big boys with big dollar amount, right? You and I would not be able to uh, really take uh, opportunity of this right now. However, I just wanted to cover it because I wanted you to know that this is something exists. And what really matters is when I was reading or watching this announcement, because YouTube does the announcements in YouTube videos, right? Go figure. Uh, Google likes to eat their own dog food. But coming back... One thing that was really mind-boggling is like about 2 billion with a B, people watches YouTube every month, right? That's a mind-boggling number, right? And so how this new YouTube Select works is previously, big brands would be able to like, you know, uh, 
put their ad in uh, in terms of in themes right now you can with youtube select this big brands can actually narrow it down to like you know how do i do my hair more more like in narrow down choices like you know rather than just having like just a uh, beauty and fitness now you could go down to like how do i straighten my hair kind of thing and then around those kind of topics and also we have access to like you know sports events uh, other things that pops up now if you were to ask me this is something for big brands and people with big dollars at some point youtube is going to realize well you know what we are not getting it to the fullest we have still inventory left and by inventory if for example next year they have 3 billion people watching youtube every month and they have tapped into their existing market and by then more people have created content obviously inventory is going to open up and what that basically signals is that they will probably bring it to us the small business but for now this is not for us so let's not spend too much time on it and let's move on to the next update which is um, again f- something from google which is google is saying if you have uh, you know if you have an android app and you're using their google's uh, firebase sdk conversions now you have target return on ad spend being available to uh, attract high value app users right so this is again a very narrow field you need to have an app which is on Android, as well as you have to use the Firebase SDK, which is software development kit. Um, again, if you if you have an app, you would know what this means. And what they're saying is now you can use target on a return on ad spent within cap app cap app campaigns for installs. And what this basically Google saying, what this all means is like now if you have an Android app with this SDK, which you should be, because if you're using Android app, uh, then um, you know, you can tell Google, hey, I want to basically get, say, pay five bucks for an app install, and Google is going to go help you find users for that. It's a pretty good deal, but not a whole lot to cover here. Uh, we can cover the steps, but again, we don't want to really go deep dive into it. We'll just, you know, uh, put the link to that announcement, and you can check it out if you're interested in it, okay? Let's move on to the next one. Again, this one is also from Google. Uh, it's something they shared why and how they uh, you know remove content. This was something directly from Google. And one thing I really liked was they're saying the reason for removing content includes being compliant with legal regulations such as copywriting, uh, voluntary removal by request, uh, or if the website's owner removes that content from the web, right? Google also went to a step further. They says it is their responsibility to fight against harmful effects of sensitive personal information appearing in the results page. Uh, so if something like that happens, uh, they will remove content from their uh, search results. Now, they haven't said what if you are, uh, say, uh, anti-corona vaccines or if you're anti-vaxxers and how they would treat that because, you know, there is a big pool of people here in the States where they say, well, coronavirus is a hoax right they don't believe in it which camp is right i do not know really it's not my place to kind of take a stance but i really would like to see how kind of google does that although google has come out and says you know if you are talking against uh, coronavirus or if you're saying coronavirus is a hoax and all those things we're going to ban your content but 
I'm not sure how Google being a U.S. company can kind of say that because in the U.S. there is a freedom of speech. And, you know, if you kind of shut them down, it's stifling free speech. But, hey, Google is Google, right? But it's good to see, you know, how they kind of say, you know, what are some of the guidelines for which they will remove your content. Okay, uh, let's go along the same lines while we are in the search. Uh, Google also answered, you know, how accurate is the average uh, position metric on Google Search Console. Now, one thing I want you to know is that Google Search Console is something that every website should have access, should create and create an account and connect your website to Google Search Console that gives you a date, organic uh, search data. And, you know, sometimes people wonder, you know, is it theoretical or is this average really calculated properly? And Google came out and answered the question and Google basically says, you know what, it is true. We take, uh, you know, we really count uh, by seeing how where you show up on the search results. And if your multiple URLs from your website are shown in the search page, we'll use the topmost one for this average. So, you know, and Here's an example. They say that if one query returned your property at position number two, four, and six, its position is counted as two. So if you wish, if you say there was a search query, and sometimes when you search for an item, you see on Google, like, you know, there is like, you know, same, like the result from the same site in multiple places in the first page. Using first page, it could be second page. But so say you're in position two, you're position four and position six, then your average, uh, you know, search ranking is two. If a second query returns your position as three, five and nine, uh, then again, it still takes you the first position as three and returns it three. But the, if the average position between these two is like three plus two uh, or two plus three is 2.5 that's what it's going to show up on your average so it's a bit of a again it's a bit of thing to nuance to understand over audio but i'm just telling you is google uh you know if your first query shows up and you're in two, four, and six, then two is the topmost position. In the second query, if it's three, five, and nine, it's the three because that's the third position, the topmost position, but the average of the two is 2.5. So that's all there is to know about, you know, uh, average position metric on Google Search Console. So if you are, again, if you get confused, hey, I'm 2.5, does that mean I'm two or three? doesn't matter. Between 2 and 3, there is not really 2.5, but you need to figure out somewhere in between. You are showing up still relatively higher, okay? Let's move on. The last part of our update for this week is from Microsoft. Microsoft had held their Microsoft Adver uh, Advertising Partner Summit this week. There were quite a few updates. The five must-know updates are that Microsoft is... Uh, you know, announcing a beta version or test version of video ads in Microsoft Audience Network, where you can have between six to 10 seconds of video and you could actually tap into Microsoft Audience Network. Now, the one thing you should know and which was really blown up, which was very interesting for me, is that there are 300 million with an M daily users in the Microsoft Audience Network. I don't know about you, but that's a pretty big number. For even if I could get my, you know, videos for cheap in front of, you know, some of these people, I would love it, right? The next up thing that they announced is that you can now import Facebook campaigns into Microsoft Audience Network. Hold on, folks. Hold on, folks. Yeah, it is true. I mean, even Microsoft Bing or Microsoft Advertising does allow us to import our Google Ads campaign directly into Microsoft Ads 
all right? And it's a really one-for-one one thing. The very little thing have to be changed. But so you can now, you Microsoft is announced saying you can do that with uh, Facebook import as well. But there are some gotchas and I'm going to cover them a little bit quickly. It's like, you know, you can do up to 10,000 campaigns or ad groups. You will not be able to use interest-based or behavioral targeting like you do on Facebook ads. That's obviously true because there's no other no other platforms similar to Facebook when it comes to uh, behavioral targeting. But we should, instead, Microsoft is saying, apply in-market targeting, affinity targeting, remarketing, or LinkedIn profile targeting to your campaigns to make sure your ads show up to the right audience. Like, yeah, not a big thing. The other thing that Microsoft announced was coupons and price comparisons on their Edge browser, which is their latest browser, which is using the Chrome engine. Uh, so if someone is looking for some a product and they're looking on the product from retailer A, and if you're a retailer B and you have a better price, you potentially could surface there, right? So that's what it is. The fourth one that they came out is option for small businesses. They're saying, you know, a lot of businesses don't have website, uh, but wants to advertise on Microsoft Bing. So they're launching a pilot program called small, Smart Pages for Small Businesses. It's an automated WYSIWYG platform, uh, which will allow the small businesses to get online as well as create ads. Now, Google did that, something like that called Google Pages a while back, and they still have it. So it's a good thing for Microsoft to do that and to get more people into their ecosystem and everything. Uh, again, I think most businesses, you can get their website from Wix or Squarespaces for free. If they cannot figure this out, I do not know how you can actually, uh, what they're going to do. But this is another way. And this is another way of to get businesses into Microsoft ecosystem as well as show their ads. The fifth one, the last one is they have, Microsoft has a, private search option with DuckDuckGo to serve ads and, you know, show your ads to them without actually revealing any personal identification data uh, or collecting any of, like, you know, things and like collecting any of your data. So basically you won't be tracked, right? So overall, these are very good updates coming out of Microsoft this week in terms of what they're doing to stay, you know, to innovate and not giving it up. Yes, they do have a smaller portion of the uh, search market, but that's going to change. Because when you look at Amazon Alexa or Amazon Echo, which is basically this Amazon's um, app, <coughs> excuse me, this Amazon's like, you know, home device, it uses Microsoft Bing. And as Amazon sells more, Microsoft Bing is going to get more and more. So, Folks, I do not know about you. If your Facebook uh, campaigns are taking a punch, gut punch, because, you know, whatever, all this topsy-turvy knows iOS 14, maybe you should try out iOS, uh, Microsoft Bing. Okay? With that, folks, this is the end of this week in marketing. Now you know everything to be in the know. If you'd like to read more, make sure you visit our show page where you will find the links to the articles mentioned below. Once again, this is your host, Ajit Islam, uh, signing off. Until next week, take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in this week was a pleasure to serve you all hit the subscribe button so that you remember to sign on next week same place same time for another round of this week in marketing